one out. I was just, I was so hesitant of even starting this one. Um, so I guess like a little bit of context. It's 4.28 p.m. And no, that doesn't mean that I've been high for eight minutes. It means that I will be high in about five minutes. No, no, not at all. Nope, not for the podcast. That's just a joke. That's so funny. Holy shit, what a good and funny and good way to start this. You know how hard it is to start? Like, anyone can start a podcast, but then to record it and then to start talking? Because what the hell? What am I going to say? Who gives a shit about what I want to, what about what I have to say? I always record this and I'm like, I got all these things that I want to talk about. Like, as I'm getting ready to start, I'm like, I got these things. And then, for whatever reason, as soon as I hit record, I'm like, I don't even know if I care. What a negative way to start this thing. Oh, my God. All right. Here's 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 music. And then I hope you enjoy the music because... I'm going to talk more after that, so. song that's queens of the stone age and i don't think that i give them enough credit um I, i'm only saying this because i fear that in the future like when i inevitably keep using that song to start these things um that there's gonna be legal disputes that's licensed music and i'm just using it granted it's under 30 seconds you know, but anybody can claim anything. Like, if I heard my voice on TV, for whatever reason, you know, I'd imagine, like, uh, like ABC News. Or what's the shitty one? The CW News? You know? I'd imagine that if my name was on CW News, it'd be, like, like local, local brown person local brown person caught stealing wi-fi <laughs> or uh it'd be something related to wi-fi like having an inappropriate name that a bunch of people can see but they can't pinpoint exactly like where it's coming from yeah hell yeah um fuck dude every time i get on a little tangent i forget what i was actually talking about welcome to the podcast is that what i was trying to say Welcome to Comedian Ordinaire, episode 14, on a nice little roll. You know, I've got some momentum going. Um, I got these stickers that I made for the podcast, too. I'm excited about these stickers. I think they're great. You know, they're little squares. So kind of like what you see on your telephone when you're listening. Or on your, because you know what? Like, I get data of people that are actually listening and how they're listening, right? It'll be like Stitcher, 
one, Spotify, zero. But there's always one. There's always just one on iTunes desktop. Who the fuck is listening to it on iTunes desktop? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, yeah, but we got we got good momentum. Anyways, I got these stickers, and I'm only talking about them because, you know. Basically, what had happened, full disclosure, took an edible one night, um, stayed up kind of late, didn't really know what I was doing, and then, you know, you start looking at the internet a little bit, and it wasn't dirty. It wasn't. You know, but I just got like a, like a random. I, I got I got hit randomly by inspiration, and it was like, you know what you should do. This is inspiration speaking to me, but it was like, you know what you should do. You should go do a push up. Did a push up. It was like you should, you should do, one of the pull ups, but the long ones because it hurts your shoulders more. You know, and the more something hurts, I guess the better it is for you. Something like that, you know. I heard a nutritionist say that once. So, and then it was also like you should order stickers, and I did. And then I think I forgot about them for about two months, and uh, I went to go check my mail. And yeah, I do check my mail every two months. What am I checking the mail for? Who's sending me shit, dude? I don't need to check it. So before you get all judgmental, like this fucking, you know, this this guy, he checks his mail once every couple months. Dude, if that, I've lived in this apartment for almost a year. I think I've checked my mail four times, maybe. You know, and that was the fourth time, but I went to go check it. And look, man, all there is in there, it's like, dude, it's garbage. I don't need it. You know, it's like, hey, how come you haven't paid this bill? Or it's like, hey, look at this sale going on at the at a place that's kind of close by, but maybe and probably not. You know, I get a lot of those in the mail. But, yeah, I went to go check it, and bam, stickers. And I was like, oh, that's right. Decisions you make in the past will show up in your future. <laughs> so, um, you know, I got these stickers. How exciting! What a great podcast. He's talking about stickers. Oh, I'm so glad I tuned in. Jesus Christ. You know what I actually really do want to talk about, though? Um, I want to say, first of all, that I'm a huge fan of Chance the Rapper. Not a huge... Okay, Jesus. Let me... First of all, I want to say that Chance the Rapper has made music that I very much enjoy. Chance the Rapper, if you're unfamiliar, is a rapper named Chance Bio Dunn. Um, and he makes music. He makes rap music. Um, and I think like 2012 and 2013, this dude put out fire. Fire. This dude put out such good music, and I'm talking about specifically the mixtapes 10 Day and Acid Rap. Acid Rap, in my top three, maybe five albums of all time. What a project. 
acid rap was. That was great. It was awesome. It was, you know, it had Childish Gambino on there before he was Lando Calrissian. You know, it had Action Bronson while he was Action Bronson. It was pretty cool. It's a good record, if I can call it that, and not sound like I'm trying to sound older. It was awesome. And then, you know, three years go by. And I'm still jamming this album because I love it. And then Coloring Book comes out, or Chance 3 as it was nicknamed. And I was underwhelmed. It sounded kind of like a gospel album. There was a lot of choir singing in it. A lot of synths. Since when did this become a music review pot? Dude, I don't know. But also, who gives a shit, man? Who gives a damn? I'm going to keep talking. Man, dude, the doubters. Basically just the doubter in my head. Every time I say something, I got this voice in my head that's like, that was dumb. And uh, life is basically overcoming that voice. Anyways, Jesus, keep getting off track. Stick to the topic. I'm talking about Chance the Rapper. He came out with an album called Coloring Book. had Justin Bieber on it. It had Two Chains on it. Um bunch of other ones uh Lil Wayne yeah, yeah yeah pretty sure Lil Wayne you know and it was at this time I was like wow Chance is really blowing up this dude has hit the mainstream he has bitch slapped the mainstream in the face but even so underwhelming um and I guess from like one person one creative person to another anytime that you really create something in like Put your heart into it and put all this effort into it and then someone just shits on it. Kind of makes you feel bad. So I'm not saying that I don't like Chance. I'm just saying that I didn't like that thing that he did. Like Chance is ever going to hear this and be like, holy shit, Dano doesn't like me. I got to stop making music. Probably not going to happen. But I feel it necessary to say that. What a weird podcast this one is I swear it gets better (laughs) and then you know that's 2016 two years pass by Chance announces that he's coming out with an album the rap world loses their freaking mind holy shit Chance is coming out with a new album didn't actually come out with an album instead he just put out like two songs or something um and they weren't you know they were okay they were okay but then this year comes around 2019 you know the year i'm talking about and the the much anticipated highly anticipated Second studio album, fourth complete project from Chance the Rapper comes out. And all day long, song number one featuring John Lennon, kind of off to a good start. And then it gets, it, 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 it nosedives, I will say. Look, I just got to come out and say it. This album, I thought, was garbage it it was like it's a little bit upsetting because of how much i did like these other chance the rapper 
mixtapes or albums, whatever you do want to call them. You know what's funny? As I'm listening to this, and there's a feature on literally every single song. You know, this dude, I guess except for like two. But this dude, man, he got so huge, and people just want to work with him. As I'm listening to it, song number 16 comes on, right? It's called Get a Bag. I remember listening to this song for the first time, actually getting upset about how much I didn't like it. Dude, I'm just shitting on people. I'm just spreading negativity today. But I did not like this song. I think that's all I can legally play. That's the chorus. I remember hearing that for the first time and thinking, this it, this has to be the worst song Chance the Rapper has ever put out, has ever recorded. Not to mention that there are engineers in the studio. They're like, yeah, dude, that sounds good. Mm-hmm, get a bag. Give me one more, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Horrific. Horrific. It's just, I don't, it feels a little bit, it feels so far from what Chance had started out doing. Here I am, sounding like some snob. Why don't you shut up, voice? How about that? Afrikan, <laughs> totally insane in this one. Oh my goodness. He just goes, Oh my god, how is that a chorus? And I'm looking at the lyrics, and it's literally like, get a bag, yeah, get a bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot garbage. But look, if you like the album, I'm not saying that I don't like you. I'm just saying that I like you less. We got, it's okay to disagree. You know, I'm not coming on here to be right. It's not what I'm trying to do. You know, I started this because nobody would listen to me in my real life. <laughs> and so now I come and talk to the mic as therapy. That's really why I started this. Fuck, this got so sad. Um, any, anyways, that song, right? I hear that. I get upset. I'm like, I don't like it. I heard that song. I didn't even want to finish the album. That's how upset I got at that song. I'm like, what happened, dude? Two days later, it's literally like number one on Apple Music's hip-hop songs and rap. Number one. You know, since then, I think it's been replaced by a song called Hot Shower. Hot Shower. I don't know, man. I, if you liked this album, if either one of you listening liked this album, let me know when you run into me. Let's hash it out. And I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I would like to let you understand that you're not correct. Anyways, I just needed to get that out. I needed to get out how upset I was about this album. First of all, it's strange that I'm so upset because I didn't even know it was coming out this year. Zero expectations for Chance. I thought the album that he had announced was two songs long last year, so I was like, okay, he's weird now. He just puts two songs out at a time. Cool, bro. 
And then this album came out. Out of nowhere, I was so excited. Wasn't even expecting it. And then I didn't like it. So I really don't have any right to be upset at something that I didn't even know existed. But that's the uh, that's the day and age that we live in. You know, you could just get upset at shit and people will like, be sympathetic with you. Oh my God, you poor thing. Uh, you're upset. How can we make the? How can we change the world so that this one person's not upset anymore? You know. So I, I'm like, yeah, I'm upset. I'm gonna I'm gonna vocalize it. <sighs> Strange podcast. This one is. You know, something great has actually been happening, and uh, I've had a couple of people. And by that, I literally mean a couple. Two people have uh, come up to me and told me that they like the podcast. And you know when you're kind of unsure about something? You know when you're unsure? You're like, should I keep doing it? Should should I keep baking? I'm not a good baker. You know, all my cookies turn out hard as fuck. My cakes are dry. Like sand. You know, every time I bake, I burn myself. You know, I make a mess. I got fucking flour flying all over the kitchen, you know? And you're like, should I do this? But then somebody tries one of your brownies. You know, someone bites in real slow, you know? And it's that type of bite where you could see each individual teeth mark, tooth mark, mark of the tooth. You know, like a real sincere bite like they're savoring it and they look at you and they're like holy shit this brownie isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be and you're like wow I think I'm going to start my own bakery that's pretty much what has happened somebody was like hey that was kind of it wasn't um it wasn't terrible and I was like for real so I should keep doing this forever and they're like probably not and I'm like too late all I heard was that is that you liked it. So, anyways, I like when people like stuff that I do. I guess I don't mind if they don't like it. It's not for everybody. Just like the Chance the Rapper album. If you think this podcast has hot garbage, I mean, first of all, you're entitled to that. And it's okay to be wrong, like we've mentioned, like I've mentioned. Oh man, I can't look. Let's just get right to it. Um, I did comedy again, and I've taken a couple weeks off. Just I have no idea, man. I have no idea. You know, there's like a large amount of pressure that I do put on myself. I guess that I feel from others. It's all in my own head. I'm going insane overthinking this whole thing. But it's tough, you know. In this. Uh, in these times when you see comedians your own age or younger or a little bit older <laughs> that's every option possible <laughs> when you see other comedians going at it every night you know every mic that you go to you see the same ugly faces you see them going at it and you're like how come I'm not going that hard you start to compare yourself I think that's something that a lot of us do. You know, it's not the healthiest thing, but we're human. You know, so it's a very natural thing. You know, you see all these, I see all these comedians killing it. And I'm like, I should be working that hard. How come I'm not working that hard? 
I mean, mostly because I just don't want to. <laughs> Which is crazy to say. You're like, really? You want to go be a comedian? You don't even want to work hard? Dude, I'm working on it. So why don't you relax, voice? You know, and and then I listen to other comedians, like in interviews. All I really want to do is listen to comedians talk. But I listen to them in interviews, and they're like, like Ray Romano, for example. Everybody knows Raymond. Everybody should know him, you know, whether or not you like him. Again, your choice. But Ray Romano, I'm listening to him on a podcast, and he's like, I started comedy when I was 23. I did it about three times. First two times went well. Third time, bombed. And then I quit for a year. And then I went back to it, he says. I went back to it, and I bombed again. After having a year off, I went back and bombed. And so he quit for another year. So now he's like 25, 26, and then he goes back to it. And then he really starts, you know? Or it's like a classic example, Rodney Dangerfield. I don't think really started stand-up comedy until his late 40s or maybe 50s, if I got that right. That's pretty wild. And now regarded one of the greats, like top 10, got to be top 10, Rodney Dangerfield. First of all, fantastic name. Not his real name. I'm pretty sure his real name was like Ernest or, or Jake. Were there Jakes in the fifties? That seems like it's a newer name. That seems like a like a like a ninety five and newer type name. Jake. Imagine, eighteen ninety, voting for a president named Jake. The fuck out of here! Not voting for a Jake, dude. I wouldn't vote for a Jake now. And I can say that because I know everyone that listens to this, and none of them are named Jake. I hope I'm not <laughs> ruining the chances of becoming friends with the Jake later. But for now, fuck that name. Um, oh, geez, sorry, Jakes. Future Jakes, if you're listening. What was I talking about? Dude, can you imagine voting for a Jake? Oh, I said that. Fuck. Um... Damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield. Now regarded one of the greats. Didn't start till his 50s. And then you got anomalies like Bo Burnham. You know, got, I think, super famous. Not super famous, but, you know, got famous right out of high school, I think. Like at 18, 19. But also that man is a prodigy. I believe he is. You know, that... That talent, that level of talent can only exist in that person. Directing, writing, singing, performing. That's, I mean, there's a whole, that's a whole lot of shit, you know, that, that he's proficient at. I don't know. I'm just saying, man, everybody has their own path to when they start really buckling down and, and their own trajectory towards, you know, their idea of success. 
So I've kind of kept that in mind, and I'm like, dude, don't feel awful for not doing a mic, but don't don't be happy with not doing it as well. You know, and the other day, sitting down with a great friend, shout out Calandra. I know I'm saying your name wrong, but it's funner to say it that way, so Calandra. You know, I'm sitting down, we're talking, and then I just start, you know, zoning out. No disrespect to the conversation that we were having, but I start zoning out just because I'm like, I know that there's an open mic in about an hour, and I can make it. And I have no reason not to go to this mic. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. Because I hadn't gone in a couple of weeks, feeling pretty lousy about that. I'm like, I can go. I can do it, man. I can do it, man. And uh, I was just like, hey, look, I think I got to go. And I just left. And I went home and I got my notebook real quick and, you know, ran out the door. It was kind of raining. But rain for me is beautiful. Like, I love the rain. So it was raining, and I was like, that's kind of a good sign. You know, you ever see things and you just take them as signs? Maybe I, I feel like people do that. You know, like uh, like you're having a bad day, and then like a butterfly fucking flaps its wings in your face. But maybe you like butterflies, so that's good luck. You know, so you take it as a sign of good luck. You know, like when I'm driving and and I got a lot going on, you know, and I'm thinking in all directions and I'm like on one hand hyping myself up, on the other hand putting myself down, on the third hand keeping myself level, you know, and I'm driving. But then I like I see something and I just stop, you know, it's this little red octagon. And I take that as a sign to stop. This just got super dumb. <laughs> Sorry if you thought I was being sincere. I am a little bit. Look, I, I left the conversation I was having because I really just felt this need to go just get a mic out. Had, I mean, I had the jokes written down in my book, in my notebook. But other than that, man, zero preparation. I didn't know which one I was starting out with. I didn't know how long I could go for or wanted to go for. You know, but I had these jokes that I'd been practicing, memorizing, and stuff like that. So I was like, as long as I see the bullet points in my notebook, I can tell any one of these jokes. And there's like, I don't know, 30 or something in there. And, you know, usually when I'm getting ready for an open mic, I'll get a set together, like, a certain amount of jokes that I do want to tell, specific ones, you know, and I shoot for four to five minutes, you know, because if a place gives you three minutes, I'm going to do four, <laughs> just because I'm an asshole. But if a place gives you five minutes, like they usually do, I want to make sure that I'm ready. So that's usually what it's like getting a set together. You know, you time it out a bunch, you say it to yourself like a freaking crazy person over and over. And you're like, yeah, this one's about four minutes. It could be five minutes with laughter, you know, stuff like that. But this one's zero preparation. I was just like, I don't know. I just got to go. I went there, got there, felt super anxious just because it had been a little bit. But then I realized, like, if I bomb, if I go up there and I, 
eat my own balls and bomb hard. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as much as if I did really well, you know? Like, you go in, you crush, you crush in that room. There are still, like, 9 million people within a 20-mile radius that don't care. You know, it's all the perception. It's all in our own head. As long as you are getting better at it, that's actually all that matters. And so I was like, okay, if I bomb, okay, it'll be it'll be good for me. You know, but a little bit of an ego check. Um, but also I'll know what to work on and things like that. Luckily, I did not, though. You know, I had a couple that didn't really land. But that's fine. That's why you tell them. You know, I saw Eddie Murphy say, when you're going up there, you need a little bit of that, you know, as you're going up, you just need some some of that, like, are they going to think this is funny? Are they going to, like, are they going to get this? Like, you need some of that to do well. And I had a lot of that. I was like, I don't think that they're going to like any of this shit. Um, but it was one of my favorite sets that I've ever done. It was really, it's so much fun, and I and I really did have a good time. I went back to Denver Distillery, um, who, actually, the mic is hosted by a guy named Jake, and I know I just talked a heap of shit about that name, but I like this Jake. This is a good guy. He's good, he's nice, and he's good. Uh, and yeah, and I do like just that place. It's kind of cool. I don't, it's a pretty cozy distillery. You know, I'm not a, even a big drinker. I'm not even a little drinker. I'm just not a drinker. But I still, you know, you got to go to bars. 90% of open mics are going to be at bars or distilleries. Yeah, and I went there and I just, honestly, it was mo- It was like 90% one-liners. I was like, just go for it. You know, and Jake was really cool. He was like, you know, he went up there. He started telling his jokes as a good host will do. And he was like, look, I'm not, there's really no time limit for you guys today. Just don't be an asshole about it. Like read the room. If they're bored, just stop. If they've been bored for like five minutes, you should probably stop. And so he was like, yeah, there's no time. I, don't, I think I did like six minutes, maybe a little bit more, but it was great, you know, and it's like going up there and actually standing up there and talking, that gets rid of so much of the nerves. It really does. So, you know, I've been rambling for a long time. I've been talking a heap of shit about Chance and Jake and... But not this Jake, just every single other one ever. Um, so I'm just gonna stop and I'm gonna play the set and I'm gonna briefly go over it and uh, gang gang. Um, anyways, I'm gonna get our next comedian up here. He's new, fresh face. Give it up for Dano, everybody. Give it up for Dano. Cool, thanks guys. Thanks for being here. Didn't even announce that I was coming, so it's cool that all of you showed up. I'm just gonna try a lot of things out. Uh, I couldn't afford a belt, 
So I started eating more instead? Dude, hell yeah. Uh, people get really excited when I tell them that I travel for work, but I've noticed that they get less excited when they find out it's for Uber. But, like, I have a lot of good Uber stories. Um, I saw a woman getting robbed once. That was great. Uh, you know, first of all, let me say that I think it's like a really good time to be alive. We're living in this digital age. We're all connected and, you know, things are convenient. Everything's easier except for robberies. This dude ran up to a woman and he was like, hey, give me all your money. And she was like, oh my God, what's your Venmo? And then they exchanged information. Pretty wild. Here's a hot take. I think being a guy is hard. Yeah, I said it. You know what, I think in my experience, it's at least 100% harder to be a guy than it is to be a woman. I've only ever been one of the two, but I feel like I know what I'm talking about because I'm a guy. And I'm not saying that being a woman is easy. I'm just saying that it's easier. <laughs> but like as a guy, you're born and you're obsessed with sex immediately, right? Straight out of the gate. We come out of the womb and we're like, mm, that was nice. How do I get back in there? <laughs> and then we die. That's all they got planned for us. We really don't have a choice. Um, could I ask you something? No? Can I ask you something? Cool. What's your stance on balance beams? Four. Uh, I can't stand them. Um, hey, tell me if this is a good point. Nope, not a good one. Cool. Moving on. Oh, my God. Uh, this guy that I work with came up to me one day, and he was like, Dude, I hate racist people. And I was like, why? And he was like, because they're all black. And I'm like, whoa, what the hell, man? <laughs> Dude, I love racist people. First of all, I like feeling smarter than people. But also, if you don't love racist people, you're just as bad as them, you know? All right. Um, I feel like people are abusing the word syndrome. Like, I think people use it to gain sympathy from other people. For example, I tell my family I have restless legs, and they're like, I don't care about you. Why are you talking to me? But I'm like, I have restless leg syndrome. And they're like, holy shit, we need to get you a new bed and new pillows, and we need to make sure you're going to sleep on time. And I've noticed this in other areas too, not just restless legs, but I was watching 60 Minutes Australia, and they're talking about a community of pedophiles that are living in Florida. One of the guys is like, I just really like kids. The next guy was like, I have pedophile syndrome. I was like, why do I feel sorry for the second guy more than the first guy? He has a syndrome. He's sick. That's what it is. Hey, you think in a thousand years they'll be saying, that's the oldest trick in the ebook? That's exactly what that one's worth. Thank you. Um, I love that movie, Benjamin Button. Never gets old. Cool, 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 cool. That's great. Um, you know, I was kind of nervous about comedy when I first started, and I told my friends I wanted to do it. And I'm like, I just don't know what to go up and talk about. And I'm like, just talk about what you know. I'm like, well, why would I talk about jerking off for 10 minutes? That doesn't make any sense. I don't think people would like that. Um, speaking of, beating around the bush sounds like masturbation done incorrectly. <laughs> Um, 
I got in a fight with one of my friends, and it got really heated. Um, and we're not talking anymore, but he was like all in my face. And I was like, okay, fine, dude. If you want to be a communist, then so be it. Uh, all right. That's as good as it's going to get. Um, I went to a psychic today, and she told me that I was going to die from eating eggs. Dude, I'm so over mediums, you know what I mean? Just always thinking, like, they know better or, like, what they know what's best for me. <laughs> Did you guys know that 50 Cent got nine? You might know this, but he got nine flu shots last year, so you guys should get your flu shot, too. <laughs> um, what else? I hate texting. I hate all those one-word answers that we're getting from each other nowadays, you know, like the yeahs, the k's, all those things. Like, I got a girl's phone number once, and I remember asking her over text, can you keep a conversation going? To which she replied, yeah. I never heard from her again. Although, I can't get too bad, because like, I got a text from my mom last week, and she was like, hey, sweetie, I just wanted to check in on you, let you know that I love you. You're the light of my life, and I don't know what I would have done if I never had you and your brother. I get that text, I read it, and I'm like, thanks. THX thanks, too, you know. <laughs> Does this mean they're listening? Is that what you were saying when it gets all quiet? Cool. Um, I guess just like a couple more. I didn't really used to think of myself as a sensitive guy, but I'm noticing that I have a soft spot for the tops of babies' heads. Um, just a piece of advice that I'm going to leave you guys on. If you ever want to go commit like a drive-by shooting with your friends, because it's Denver, um, you can call shotgun and still logically sit in the back seat. Just a little food for thought. I'm going to leave on that one. Give it up for Jake, everybody. This is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, I really don't think that I got a, a laugh until about two minutes in. It was a slow start. Didn't end super well, but, you know, there was a flow in the middle. In the middle, I don't, yeah, I, I think, like, the first laugh, because I've just listened to this again, too. I'm pretty sure the first laugh was when I said that, um, I'm not saying that being a woman is easy. I'm just saying that it's easier. <laughs> I just, I don't know what it is, why I like, you know, upsetting people. But that's such an unpopular opinion and such a wrong side to take that I'm like, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Um... You know, but then I, I said that and I got a chuckle. And I heard that. And I know, at least for me, once you get that chuckle, that genuine just ha ha, that chuck, you know. Dude, once I get one of those, man, I'm good. That's the only reason I'm going up there. So, yeah, once you get one, I'm like, oh, fuck. It, that's really when, like, 90% of the nerves went away. Where I was just like, I feel like I'm just going to do all of these one-liners that I got written down. 
Um, and then after that, you know, because it's it's the one about balance beams. I asked the dude that was straight up staring at me. So I was like, he must be listening. I'm like, can I ask you something? Dude, I could have thrown a glass of beer at this dude's face. He wouldn't have he wouldn't have woken up. This dude was in a trance. So I'm like, can I ask you something? Just fucking kept staring. I was like, no, cool. Guy over to your left? Jesus. And he was cool. I don't know what his answer was. I was like, do you have a what's your stance on balance beams? He said four or something. I don't if, I, if that a thing? Like if you ask people that question, they answer with a number, is that real? I was just trying to be like an asshole. Seemed like a real answer. I don't know. Um, you know, that one, it got a lull, not a LOL, but like a L-U-L-L, lull, lull, and then I was like, okay, they kind of get who I am, I think, so I'm like, I'm just going to go for the stupidest one that I have, I was like, do you guys think that this is a good point? And it's really, it's an all-visual joke, so I got to explain it. And things get less funny when you explain them. They do. That's that's how it works. And I'm going to ruin this joke by explaining it, I guess. But I'm like, tell me if this is a good point. And then I get a really strong stance in both my, I center my gravity, you know. And I put my left arm out in front of me, and I point but like real stern, like real fucking strong, like a good ass fucking point. And that's, I mean, that's the joke. That's pretty dumb. And then literally nobody was like, no one liked that one, which makes me like it more. You know, story of my life. Uh, but I was like, oh, Jesus, I guess not. And then, uh, And then I think I was talking about using the word syndrome, which is what I talked about last week or maybe two weeks ago, two weeks ago. I'd kind of mentioned that people use the word syndrome to like gain sympathy. But I like that idea. So I was like, I'll go for it, which it's strange because I feel like I got the most laughs when I explained that I saw it on 60 Minutes Australia. Like, just saying that, if you go back and listen, that's the part that gets laughs and not actually me being trying to be funny. So whatever, that one definitely, definitely needs work. And then we get into the ebook, which is dumb, but I like it. I love it. And then classic Ben Button. You know, that joke, that joke never gets old. When you talk about Benjamin Button, the movie, First of all, okay, movie. It's weird as shit. Because you got an old-ass baby. You got an old-ass baby that... I, dude, if you've seen it, it's so strange. Yeah, it's like they used that... Uh, it's like they used that damn face app on the baby. For the whole movie, you know, on the baby. And they just kept using it. You just see all these weird versions. And that's not the point. But I like that joke. And then uh, beating around the bush, just being silly. I like it. And you know what's sucky? Although it's not the worst, but it's like 
after saying that and getting off a stage, I thought of like the perfect tag for that joke. And a tag, I hate to get like all snobby, but just for all like non-comedians, a tag is just the line that you add to the end of a joke that makes it funny. It's just like another line at the end, like a tag on. So you'll just say something and you'll make it funnier. Um, I won't share it here. You know, I'll do that joke again at another mic and then I'll include the tag and then we can talk about it because gang gang, you know. And then, uh, man, classic Soviet pun. Then Soviet, that's a goddamn 10 out of 10 pun. Man, good ass shit. And I hate going up there with nothing but puns. I just, you know, it feels like, uh, it doesn't feel as uh, genuine as I, I, like, I don't feel as genuine as I could feel. You know, because I'm not really talking about my own life. But I'm still, I'm working on that part of it. Like, I got all these random-ass one-liners. I'll figure out maybe how to put them together, you know, but, yeah, there's something, like, you know, I've tried to put them together before, and, like, I try to make stories out of them, but if they're too fake, I don't even believe them, and then it's literally, like, I'm just playing pretend up there. I want to find a way to be more sincere, you know, and this all felt very sincere to me because I was literally, I was just like, hey, these are these are crazy-ass ideas that I think of. Here, have them. So that felt more genuine than, like, trying to make up a story and, you know, figuring out a way to include all these punchlines. Anyways, anyways, onward. Classic Soviet pun. And then we go into over-mediums. Which is actually, this is the first place that I ever told that joke was the distillery and I remember talking about it but the bartender comes up to me after and she was like I really liked that joke the first time I told it did not go well at all and I think it might have been in my delivery and I've definitely have told it before you've probably heard it in a couple other sets but you know it's all it's all I got so I got to work with what I got um and then the 50 cent one about him getting nine flu shots. I still believe in that joke. I'm going to keep telling it until it gets what it deserves. You know, at one point in time, my brother straight up was like, that's the funniest thing you've ever said to me. And I was like, wow, I think I need to write it down then. It has never gone over well. I think one person might have gone, huh. But... I kind of saw like she was in the corner and she she choked on a on a on a fucking pistachio. I'm pretty sure. So I saw this thing fly out of her face. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't think that one's ever worked. And then it gets super quiet. You know, that was the whole middle. And then it just kind of starts tearing off. Where I talk about texting. Um, the comedian before me was like, kind of talking. He was like, uh, I was I was at an open mic and. Somebody told me that when it's quiet, it doesn't mean that they're not laughing. It just means that they're listening. <laughs> and uh, that's why I was like, hey, does this mean they're listening? Because it got quiet as fuck. There was like zero laughter for a while. And I'm like, I, I got to save myself. So then I go into that sensitive joke about uh, soft spots. 
I don't really like repeating the jokes here when I talk about them. Just go back and listen to it. I think it is a decent set. I'd give it like a 7 out of 10, which is a higher rating than I'm giving most of my sets. This one just felt nice. You know, it felt good to go get those laughs. That's what we do it for. And then I end on the shotgun one. Not the best closer, but again, it got a chuckle, which is all we do it for. Um, and that was that. That was that mic. It was so much fun. I'm so happy that I did it. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up for not going to six mics every single night, staying up until like four in the morning. I mean, that, it's coming. It's coming. In the meantime, I need to focus on enjoying it for me, first of all. You know, because I got people that that they want to come out and see and support and that's all love you know and respect to them i do greatly appreciate even wanting to support even just saying that i want to that means a lot it really does you know but right now as i'm not taking it entirely seriously or as seriously as i could i feel like i'm doing some people a disservice you know like, um, man, I guess just kind of a way to explain it. When I started working at the restaurant that I'm working at now, uh, you know, my, my family wanted to come in and have food at this restaurant. They wanted to eat there. They were like, you work there. We want to come see you. And I just, I was like, no, no, just don't. Not yet. You know, I was still kind of shitty at my job and I was like, I just don't want you to come see me be bad and, like, struggle and, like, getting yelled at. I don't think that's, like, the place you want to see your son, you know, all stressed out and shit and fucking nervous, almost dropping plates, you know. And that's kind of how I feel about stand-up. Like, eventually my family came in to eat, and I've even served them. I've come in with them, you know, and, uh, like, you get over all of that. But that was because I got better at my job, I think, and... You know, I would like to get better at this job. You know, and it's, it's even kind of a lot to share these recordings. Like, you're straight up just putting yourself out there. That's what stand-up is. I get it. You know, it's like take it or leave it type of, type of business or career or hobby, whatever. And, yeah, and I'm working on it, you know, and I think the work ethic is coming inevitably. It has to because it's the only thing I ever talk about. I'm going crazy just thinking about it. But in the meantime, I'm going to focus on liking to do it, not this like nagging feeling of having to do it. You know, I do it because I straight up like to. And I think that's a healthy place for me to be right now. You know, I'd hate to push myself to mental exhaustion. You know, and anybody that knows me knows that like my plan is to just you know, not worry about work for a while and, and just go full in on this. But that's in the in the future, in the near future. Um, you know, and I've talked to other comedians about it. I'm like, yeah, dude, it wouldn't it just be cool if this was all you had to do or if this is all you did. And they're like, yeah. But the couple ones that I talked to were just negative, I guess. They were like, it's really hard to make money, man. I know people in this for like five years, man. They made like 40 bucks. I'm like, well, you probably know assholes. 
man, if I was five years into it, like full throttle, five nights a week, five years, and I only made $40, you know, I'd, I'd look at myself like, why? Why, dude? Why am I? That's not a good trade. That's not a good time for money trade. Anyways, this is getting pretty strange and too serious and rambly, so I feel like I'm just going to end it. What if I just cut it right there? Bam. That's it. Credits. Roll credits. No, I'll say goodbye. You know, you got to say goodbye. Uh, and again, I have these stickers. I don't know what to do with them. You know, either one of you let me know. Should I do like a giveaway? Should I just go tag places? Just fucking slap stickers on something? You know, maybe get like two listeners out of it? I don't know. I really don't know. But I got a bunch. I have like 40 left. Jesus. You know, that's what happens. Late nights on the internet. Anyways. Anyways, thanks for listening. Holy shit, man. Episode 14, I believe. Yeah, I believe it's episode 14. Um, it's been fun. I want to give another thank you to Andrea for recording last week. That was super weird. It was so weird. There was so much voices in that one, but I had so much fun. Goddamn, I had fun. Um, and we're up to over 430 listens total. You know, just being totally transparent here. That means that like 430 times someone has been like, I'm going to listen to that, which is so fucking cool. So cool. Um, you know, and I'm not asking you to share this at all. You know, it, it, do it if you want out of the goodness of your own heart. But straight up, I think I just really like doing this. I like, uh, yeah, I like the whole thing that I got going on. You know, uh, yeah, so this is episode 14. Okay, I was just making sure, just checking the episodes. Uh, yeah, 14 down. 14 down, one to go. And then a bunch after that, probably. So, yeah, again, you know, thank you to Andrea. I will get her back on the podcast, of course, because I, I mean, every time we sit down and record, it's fantastic. And I will keep reaching out to other people to get on. Um, you know, Kalandra, this is your second shout-out. I know she wants to get on. That would probably be a little more of a serious one, you know, where we just talk. And uh, anyways, we probably got to plan that out. And again, Sati Cold Brew, that one is coming. I swear, I swear I will have the Sati guys on. And we'll talk about the company. That one will be cool. That'll be a very unique one. I don't know what that'll be like. I need to reach out to them again, and you know we're gonna set a date, and we're gonna get all these podcasts recorded because 430 listens ain't nothing to sneeze at. Ain't nothing to sneeze at. Just found the name of the episode. I'm gonna go because I'm sitting in my chair, and you know every time I move forward, the shirt. The shirt like hangs on to the chair a little bit, you know, and I'm describing sweat here. So that's when I'm starting to gross myself out even. Why am I telling this to to people? Because we all sweat. We all sweat. It's a thing that we do. It's just gross as fuck to tell other people about it. So that's enough of that. As always, 
you know, any uh, questions, comments, queries, and concerns are welcome at comedianordinaire@gmail.com. Find me on Instagram. You know, same shit as the shit that you're listening to. Same name as the thing that you're listening to. I just I don't like all these plug things that I got to do at the end. I just I hear other people on their podcast and they start them out like this. So like, hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, as always, rate on iTunes. I just you know whatever, man. Do it if you want. Do it if you want. Because I'm doing this because I want. So just everyone do what they want. I need to stop talking. I'm going insane. I'm going to go not do this anymore. It's been a blast. Thank you very much, both of you. Um, and here's outro music. Gang, gang. Yeah, uh, the nostalgia. Thinking about my old hometown. Growing up with folks showing us loving that knows no bounds, but still I'm hey, y'all single.